Paxton Quigley is rolling out the green carpet, talking to the creme de la creme of innovators and influencers who are shaping the world of cannabis and culture. Welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. Welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. Folks, the latest Gallup poll, it was done in 2019, shows that 15% of men are more likely to smoke marijuana versus 9% of women. So women, you gotta catch up to men. But then there's a study, it's a really interesting study that comes out of the Journal of Sexual Medicine. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, I haven't, but it sounds interesting. It found something interesting. It's found that male and female marijuana users, users excuse me, had more monthly and daily sex compared with those who never used marijuana. So the report summed it up by concluding that, and I quote them, marijuana use is independently associated with increased sexual frequency and does not appear to impair sexual function. So today our show is about sex and cannabis. What could be better than that, as far as I'm concerned? And with us today is Ashley Manta. She's an award-winning sex educator and coach and has become a, shall we say, sought-after authority on combining sex and cannabis as a, a part of her canisexual brand. And canisexual is a word that she actually created to describe mindfully and deliberately combining sex and cannabis to deepen, and this sounds so nice, intimacy and enhanced pleasure. Ashley is also the author of the CBD Solution Sex, and she also writes for Playboy as a Playboy advisor. As many of you know, I used to work at Playboy. So the two of us have a lot in common, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, Ashley uh, is a professional sex educator. She's a writer, a coach, and facilitator. And she helps clients navigate these two historically taboo topics that we're talking about today, and that's sex and cannabis. Uh, combining weed and sex has changed some people's lives. And medical research suggests this revolution is not just in their heads. So here to tell us more about it is Ashley Monta. Ashley, welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. How are you today? I am well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, I, you know, you're, you're a cheerleader and we love cheerleaders that like both cannabis and sex. What's better yeah. than that, right? Absolutely. Now, let's, let's get down to uh, the nitty gritty right now. I, I, you come from a small conservative central Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's a town or a city. And Definitely been, a town, not a city. A okay. <laughs> and um, um, you've been on the cover of Sexual Health Magazine, uh, along with the designation of, I love this, America's High Priestess of Pleasure. Um, so first, let's, 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 um, let's talk about a little bit of your history of where you came from and, and why you are here today, okay? Sure. Sometimes I look at my own history and think, how the heck did that happen? Oh, I feel <laughs> the same way, let me tell you. It's fun though, isn't it? It's so much fun. If you had told little high school me that I would be 35 and living half a block from the ocean in Southern California, like living my dream life, I would not have believed you. 
at 18. Where do you live, by the way, in California? I live in Long Beach. Long Beach. Well, I, I lived most of my life in LA. So we're, we're kindred spirits again. We absolutely are. I love that. <laughs> so growing up in a small town that was so very conservative, very racist, quite frankly, um, I was anxious to get out of there. And I went to college and graduate school in Philadelphia. And I was just so happy to actually be around a multitude of, of diversity as opposed to this very whitewashed hick town that I grew up in where marijuana, quote unquote, was as bad as heroin. It, you know, I was a dare kid in the early 90s where they said all drugs are bad and all people that use drugs are bad. And that kind of got in my head until I got into college and grad school and I was studying philosophy and turns out a lot of philosophy students are cannabis enthusiasts. Oh, really? That's nice. It to makes, know. it makes sense uh, to get through Kant and Heidegger having weed really, really is an asset. <laughs> um, and so I started to kind of shift my attitudes around, around cannabis in, in graduate school and but I was still living in a prohibition state. I lived in Pennsylvania until 2013. And so I had to go find a dealer and, and use this kind of coded language where it would be like, so do you have any salad? <laughs> like, oh, that was your we were, code salad. That was the code. Yeah. Salad. Um, we were, Mine, we were was very... cabbage. Mine was cabbage. Mine was cabbage. So we're still on the same wavelength. Um, yeah, we were very stealthy. Um, but Moving to California opened up so much for me in terms of access to medical cannabis and being able to walk into a dispensary. And I, I felt like a little kid in a candy shop. I was like, oh my gosh, this is wall-to-wall -wall options. It was a little overwhelming at first, quite frankly. Um, and then on the sex side, I was always the awkward one who talked about sex just a little too much and a little too openly. And I didn't quite understand why my peers were so uh, pearl clutchy around talking about masturbation or pleasure or orgasms. And, and so I was also a uh, survivor of sexual violence very early. And so like my attitude towards sex was always just like, it was dysfunctional early on, but it was also very permissive. Like I masturbated, started masturbating early and, and in college, I was the one that was like hosting sex toy parties in my living room. And I started taking classes because I wanted to understand. I wanted to understand trauma and how it was manifesting in my life. And I wanted to understand what healthy sexuality could look like. So I took psychology, sociology, nursing, women's and gender studies classes. And that started to kind of open my mind and reading, you know, theorists and scholars like Susie Bright and Carol Queen and Betty Dodson started to help me understand like what healthy sexuality could look like. And I started working as a victim advocate doing sexual violence prevention education, uh, both for K through 12 and also for college students where I would go out and talk about boundaries and consent and, and embodiment and all of those kinds of things. And it was powerful work. I, I culminated in working at the district attorney's office in Philadelphia as a victim advocate. I was going to court every day and I burned out because that happens when you're a, a direct service provider. How many years provider. were you doing all of that? Um, let's see. I started my career as a sex educator, sexual violence prevention educator in like 2007 and the DA's office was 2011. And then I worked at Planned Parenthood until 2013. So yeah, for about, you know, six years on and off of in different positions and at the time looked at me and he's like, all things being equal, where do you want to live? And I said, uh, Southern California, please. And so that was when we came over to, to LA and I, 
had medical cannabis and I got a job as a phone sex operator. And I later got a job uh, at a sex shop, the pleasure chest in LA, which is such I a know great it. store. Yes. Amazing facility. I was teaching classes there. I was running their web department, learning all about toys and lotions and potions. And then it kind of came to me like, wow, putting these two things together, sex and cannabis is a thing that no one's really doing in the like sex professional world. No one's talking about it. We're always very, you know, you don't mix substances and sex because consent and, and that's valid, especially when it comes to things like alcohol, but with cannabis, there's room for nuance. And, and I kind of started geeking out about that. And between that and my PTSD, it was like, okay, this, this is the thing. And Canisexual was born. How interesting. And how did you come up with the name Canis? Canisexual. How did that come to you? Because it's really, it, it blends together, really. I'm a fan of portmanteaus. Generally, I, I like language. I also really like alliteration. Um, and so I was like, okay, I want it to be blending sex and cannabis. What does that look like? And I literally did a Facebook poll among my friends and colleagues. I was like, do you like canisexual, cannabis, canisexy? fucking stoners. Like what, do, what do we like? And, and canisexual was the one that everyone really liked. And percent, hundred percent. Now tell us exactly what's involved in, in relationship and intimacy coaching and, and maybe we can even play make believe if you want to, and I could be one of your, your <laughs> clients and, 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 uh, um, you know, say, uh, I'm, you know, I, I want to like sex, but, um, I, I can't orgasm and I, I really want to. What should I do about oh, that? Yes. How about that? that? You get that a lot? Great. You, yes. You get that a lot? Okay. <laughs> that's a very common thing. Okay. Sex and intimacy and relationship coaching is so rewarding for me. I love being a sex educator. I love speaking to large crowds about sex and pleasure and and reframing limiting beliefs. But when you're, when you're speaking to a large number of people, you have to be a little bit more generalized, right? Like you want to make sure that people feel included and like you're speaking to them. And so you have to, to really paint in broad strokes. But when I'm speaking to someone one-on-one, -on -one, I can really get very specific and nuanced in what's going on with them. And I find that the transformation happens even more rapidly that way. And so that has been a really positive experience for me. Also, truth be told, I don't want to work 40 hours a week and I charge a premium for my coaching services. So all I need is like five or six clients a week and I've like paid rent. So like that works really nicely for me. Oh, so let's say I'm one of your clients and how much am I paying an hour? <laughs> Can you tell $250. $250 and I've given you my credit card and yes. here I am. And um, um, how do you help me? Um, oh, well, Paxton, I would start by just thanking you for taking the time and the steps to invest in yourself and, and to really prioritize your needs. That's so admirable. And I, if you, I heard you mention that you have trouble orgasming. And my first question to you would be, have you ever had an orgasmic experience, whether solo or partnered? Um, yeah, but not many, not many. many. And I heard that you you were into cannabis and you thought that that could help me. I mean, I read sure. a little bit about you. Uh, mm -hmm. So should, yeah. what, what should I do? Absolutely. So I find that cannabis can help address the things that get in the way of pleasure. So I'm curious, what do you find that's coming up for you? Is it that you're stuck in your head and you can't kind of quiet down your thoughts and be in your body? Is it that you're experiencing pain? Is that 
you're not having really quality experiences with your partner and something needs to be tweaked in that and like sharing what you need from them, you know, what areas are really kind of standing in the way of you getting the things that you want? I think I'm just a little bit nervous about it that maybe mm. my, my, my boyfriend won't, won't like it or something like that. Cause mm. I want to please him. How does that sound? That's how. <laughs> oh God. That's so common. Yeah. You're good at this Paxton. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So that's not is, my problem, however. No, I, I believe that. <laughs> but it's one that I hear so frequently. And so what I encourage folks who are in that space to do is to remember that your pleasure is really important also. And it's really admirable that you care about your partner having a good time. And that's important that that's mutual, that they care about you having a good time and you care about them having a good time. But even before you get to that, that you care about you having a good time and you know what having a good time looks like and how to get there. And so I would encourage you to take some time and whatever your normal masturbatory practices are, stretch them out a little bit more. What if it's five or 10 minutes before you go to bed, maybe make a date with yourself and, and touch your body and, and start to relax into it. And if you are curious about cannabis, I would say, you know, perhaps using a topical on your vulva. Really? Um, can really I don't help. have to smoke it? You don't have to smoke it. A lot of people are hesitant with cannabis because they don't want to feel high. And that's really understandable, especially if you're someone who maybe has anxiety already and you're afraid that cannabis would make your anxiety worse, which it can. So you can use just topicals and that doesn't give you any kind of effects in your brain. It just enhances sensation and helps things feel better. And if you wanted to have some mild effects on your brain that are calming, but not intoxicating, you could try uh, a CBD rich product uh, that you could maybe puff on a little bit, whether you're vaping or smoking, uh, whatever feels good for you, or even a tincture, which is a, a suspension in oil that you put under your tongue. And that actually hits within 10 to 20 minutes. And you can be very precise in your dosing where just a drop and see how that feels in your body and, and notice if you feel calmer and more present um, instead of letting those racing thoughts kind of get ahead of you. Cause if you're focused all the way out here about what if he doesn't like it? What if, what if I fuck up? What if my, my roles are showing? What if I, my wrinkles or whatever, like it's very hard to enjoy yourself when you're focused out here. Okay. But what if I want to try smoking marijuana? Would that give me a, a different path to go in? So depending on what you smoke, you'll have different effects. And so what I would encourage you to do is to not experiment with a partner. That's, you know, especially if you don't have date nights very frequently, or it takes a lot of logistics to be able to get sexy time alone with your partner, whether you have kids or busy jobs or what have you, you don't want to gamble. So the best way to figure out uh, cannabis products, smokable cannabis products that are going to work for you is to try them on your own and masturbate. So I would go to a dispensary and say, hey, I want something that's gonna really heighten my physical sensations and help like quiet down my anxious mind. See what they suggest. Um, they might suggest something that has more CBD in it that also has THC in it, but that's like, let's say a five to two CBD to THC ratio. And um, maybe it has some terpenes in it, which are the things that make plants smell the way that they do. So like linalool is the terpene that makes lavender smell the way that it does. Pinene is for pine trees. Limonene is in uh, citrus fruits. And so each of those are actually pretty good at, at helping you kind of feel more present, uh, especially linalool and um, 
and limonene are, are relaxing and, and add to euphoria. And so that can feel really nice. Oh, this is very interesting. Now to get back to being more serious now, um, yes. do you, do you um, have any products that you're, you're selling? Are you doing any of that? I don't sell my own products um, intentionally, really, because I want you to know that I'm recommending something, not because I'm trying to make money off of you, but because I actually believe in it. And so now there are companies that I work with, like Sibian, which is a sex toy company, and Foria, which was the original um, THC-infused cannabis oil company. And I work with them as a brand ambassador, but I'm not selling their products. I just have found them to be really helpful in my own life, and so much so that I'm willing to go out and recommend them to other folks. Ah, that, that sounds good. I, I think you're, you're smart to do that. Now, um, when, when, when I read about you, you talked about understanding and undertaking a canisexual lifestyle. What do you mean by that? A canisexual lifestyle is really the, the beginning that you read about mindfully and deliberately combining sex and cannabis. That's, that's the lifestyle. It's, being very intentional about the choices that you're making and not just reaching for a random joint and hoping for the best, but really kind of making plans and, and keeping a journal. One of the things I find with cannabis is it is really rough on your uh, short-term memory. So trying to remember which thing and how much and what it did can be challenging. So actually taking the time to write it down. I smoked this much, I did two puffs, 15 minutes later, I used this toy to masturbate. And 10 minutes after that, I had a really powerful full body orgasm. Wow. And taking, I, actually, it's almost a, a diary. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that's amazing. Now, I know you do these workshops uh, mm -hmm. through online. Uh, I think they're called the Elevated Intimacy Academy. Yes. Um, can you tell us more about the Elevated Intimacy Academy? Oh, do you have yeah. sweatshirts yet? <laughs> I don't have Elevated Intimacy sweatshirts, um, although I did design a line of t-shirts that says, I'd rather be fucking, because that's pretty much my life motto. <laughs> All things being equal, whatever I happen to be doing, I'd rather be fucking. Um, and when, but, when you wear one of those t-shirts, what happens? <laughs> oh my God, people come up and they're like, where did you get that? I'm like, I made it. <laughs> I wear it when I travel and go through TSA, their eyes get all big. It's hysterical. Oh, that's good. Does it come in different colors? I mean, you got it pink. Does. Blue, I've got a like yellow. bright orange wet shirt and I've got kind of a gray t-shirt. Oh, cool. It's, it's a lifestyle. Um, well, tell us more about it yeah, in, in terms of, intimacy. of your, your, the, the academy. Yes. So I recognize that time and space is a real thing barrier for some folks. I live in California, but I want people to be able to access my information all around the world. And so the two courses that I have up, one is a called the handy skills masterclass. And it is because I am a hand job and pussy massage evangelist. I am trying to make hand jobs cool again. I have seen so many like unenthusiastic, like limp wrist hand jobs, <laughs> and it just breaks my heart. They can oh be so goodness. much better. And, oh. and pussy massage, like this jamming, this finger banging motion that, that people do. And then they're like diddling the clit in this really frenzied way. And I'm just like, ah, so I made a 10 segment course all about techniques, but also communication and how to set the mood and different props and, and how to have kind of a really heart centered debrief afterwards. And that's the handy skills masterclass. And then I also have, um, 
a dirty talk class because I used to be a phone sex operator. And I recognize that people really have a lot of hangups around dirty talk. And at the end of the day, it's really in its essence, it is just sexy communication. So I kind of take a lot of my communication tips and turn it into, how do you do this? In a way that will turn you on. (laughs) (laughs) You are something. I love it. Now tell uh, tell us where we can find this and, and how much does it cost and all that? Absolutely. So you can find uh, both of those courses at elevatedintimacy.com. And as a special gift to your listeners, if you use coupon code support, you will get 50% off either class. The Handy Skills Masterclass goes for $297. um, And the Dirty Talk goes for, I believe, $69. So you get half off of both of those. And and they're self-paced. So you can take them at your leisure, Whenever you have time, you can do it with your partner. I'm totally fine with you guys sharing a log on. That's great. Whatever works for you. And how long are each of the of the segments? The Handy Skills Masterclass is lengthy. It is many hours. Uh, the Dirty Talk class is about an hour and a half. So okay, so many adventure. hours. Do you have segments or you I know do. so so I I could go to part one. Absolutely. Uh, and then there, maybe it, I don't want to. I don't want to watch part two. Can I totally. then skip to part three? You part fully three? can. Um, there and within each segment, there are multiple. There are between three and seven videos in each segment. It used to be called the Ten Commandments of Hand Sex, and we changed it to the Handy Skills Masterclass. But it is. It's ten chapters and within each chapter there are multiple videos and then there's downloads and and worksheets and it's it's a really like full service course you're, uh, you're talking serious have you ever thought of maybe uh teaching this in 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 one of the colleges or universities in in uh, california you know it's an interesting idea i have certainly spoken at colleges and and i do for sex week uh usually every year at a couple of different schools. And I've never done the handy skills class. Typically colleges are more interested in like STI awareness and, and um, understanding and things around consent and um, trauma healing and queer sex is, it tends to be where colleges like to put their money. But I mean, if a college was like, Hey, come teach a hand job class for a semester, I would be all about it. That hasn't happened yet, I guess. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what about going like to UC Berkeley? Wouldn't that be a good place? I mean, they're Berkeley very liberal. Berkeley would be a great there. place. Yeah. I mean, even Stanford, UCLA, you know, there's, there's a lot well, of my great former, My former husband is a professor at Stanford University. Uh, wow. I, can, I can tell you <laughs> how to get a hold of him and maybe he can help you. I don't know. He might be Dad. astonished at what <laughs> I'm asking <laughs> him to do for you, but, you know. Why not? Never know. Why not? Never you know, know, I wish we could talk again. I would love to have you on again. Maybe even you could give a little course, uh, you know, maybe a uh, not the full blown course, so to speak, but mm-hmm. uh, let's say 10 or 15 minutes. Sure. So people could get some idea of, of what you do, because um, and of course, you got to include both cannabis and and sex. It's okay. good to have both for sure. Yes. Well, why don't you give out your your uh, your website so people sure. know where to go? Please do it. And we'll do. Um, and do it slowly so people remember and what they're nice going to get if, if they do it right away. <laughs> yes, I will. I'll take it nice and slow. So you can find all of my stuff at canasexual.com. 
And that's my blog contact information for sex and relationship coaching. Uh, there is a link to my online courses, which you can also find directly at elevatedintimacy.com. And while you're on canasexual.com, be sure to sign up for my email list because I'm actually going to be hosting two retreats in person in Jamaica in October and November. Uh, the first is going to be a couples retreat over Halloween weekend, which I will be teaching with my boyfriend B. And the following week is going to be a full week long women's retreat, uh, the first week of November. And that will be at a cannabis friendly resort in Jamaica called Coral Cove. And it is going to be absolutely freaking phenomenal. So be sure to sign up for my email list to get all the details on that. And then check out elevatedintimacy.com and use coupon code support for 50% off my online courses there. Well, I hope all of our listeners and uh, we'll, we'll definitely go to your site and I hope some of them will probably want to go to Jamaica because um, the ganja there is very good. I remember it from years ago. It was very good. And again, I want to thank you so much. It's been a fun, fun interview, and I, I'd love to have you on again. So, yes, please. Thank uh, you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and uh, uh, listeners, I, I hope you're enjoying this show as I am. And and speaking of sex, I'd also like to thank our listeners who've purchased my latest suspense novel. It's called Just Try Me. I can't even say it, Just Try Me. It's available on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. And uh, Kirkus Review said the following, some readers may be shocked by the narrative's explicit sexual elements, but the whole violence is relatively muted by genre standards. I hope you people like it. And folks, Tell your friends they can listen to this entire broadcast on our website, which is paxtonquigley.com, where you can also find links to our social media sites as well. And folks, this interview with Ashley Manta and all of her shows, and all of our shows, excuse me, can be heard on Apple, Audible, Spotify, iHeart, Spreaker, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, including, obviously, cannabisradio.com. So listeners... I'm going to get serious for a moment. Stay safe. Get vaccinated when your turn comes up because we can beat this virus. But we got to work together. Thank you. I'm Paxton Quigley. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.